Hello, and welcome back to another exciting episode of Tabletop Theater. Last time, our heroes arrived safely in the Golden City. Having procured appropriate attire for the evening, they enjoy the night's festivities. Despite the grandeur of the party, a shadow looms over the affair. Mysterious figures from their past roaming in the capital. Just who are these people, and what is their intent? Meanwhile, our heroes head towards the evening's dinner, set high above the clouds. Will the dizzying heights prove too much for our heroes? Let's find out. So you're at the dinner. Um, it's a very confusing affair. There seems to be uh, innumerable instruments to eat food with, more than any normal person has. Like a cello. <laughs> like a cello. Do instruments of torture count? <laughs> <laughs> there are some uh, musicians playing some mu- light music nearby. With some forks. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, What a crazy party. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, like throughout the night, you know, dinner's pretty pretty boring affair. The only interesting conversations kind of come. Is it good at least? What is the? Di- oh, the food is. Yeah, oh, the, the food, food is excellent. Divine. Yeah, it's, it's divine, darling. Um, it is. <laughs> is there? There's roast pheasant. There's glazed duck. There's yeah, a wonderful like vegetable stew of like squash and, and uh, pumpkin. It's excellent. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, Josh is wearing a mask. He's yeah, I mean, been... a closed mouth mask. Yeah. You've been pouring food into that one hole. No, I no, 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 no. I think I think Josh <laughs> will like. It's really awkward. He'll like hunch over and like lift up the bottom part of the mask <laughs> and kind of like put a little bit of food in <laughs> and then like close the mask over and like Does chew under that? it. Can, can Everyone it, notices is, that. Who's sitting next? Who are we sitting together? Yeah, does Chosh we... make people uncomfortable? What's the? I'm guessing it's the four of us sitting together. Yeah, you're kind of all sitting together. Um, Siegfried is sitting suspiciously across from the queen. Something that is kind of weird for you guys. It kind of seems like the queen is fawning on him a lot. Isn't it a long table? It's a very long table. There's so actually he's some... at the very end? Oh, he's sitting across. Oh, he's just sitting so across. she's not sitting at the head of the table. No, she's not. Actually, the person, it's good you asked. The person sitting at the head of the table is another angel who we haven't met yet. Hmm. He has like a very strange face. It looks kind of like a an M.C. Escher painting almost, like a square that seems to be continuously changing. Can't really quite understand it. He has also angel wings as well. Uh, you recognize this as easily as the angel of righteousness, the the basically the archangel, the head honcho of everybody. Uh, he's he's just kind of sitting at the head of the table. He doesn't eat a single thing because he doesn't need to eat. Can he? Yeah, they 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 could, but um, they don't need to. He's there. Uh, there's some other people here. There's the angel of charity, who's like a moth girl. Um, she's sitting just you know fairly nearby. She has a attendant. You actually rec- recognize her attendant. Josh, it's a personal hero of yours. Oh, he's a he's a knight. It's called he's called the Black Knight, but you know his real name is. Uh, Do I, all the angels have wings? Yes, all the angels have wings, but they're not necessarily angel wings. That's just an easy way for you all to tell it apart. Like the Moth Girl has moth wings. Yeah, I know the Moth Girl. Uh, who I'm just gonna I'm, for now on I'm just gonna refer to the angels as the virtue or vice that they are. So Charity yeah. has a attendant, a Black Knight, a very famous Black Knight because he is. Uh, one of the only other humans that you've ever heard of rising to such heights, besides you and also Siegfried. His name is Sir Frederick. 
the Black Knight. Fortunately for you, he actually got to wear his entire armor, and he just kind of sits behind her chair. What a jerk! Oh, sorry, he, sorry, he stands behind the chair. Um, whenever she like is finished with something, he takes it from her. You know, he's very attentive uh, to her. Yeah. She, he like moves out her chair and puts it back. You know, whenever she needs to move. You know, and you have, you have great respect for this man. You know, he fights with a sword and shield. He's actually permitted to keep his weapons here because he basically is a bodyguard for her. Um, and he's kind of like the reason you fight with a sword and shield as well, because that's what he uses. Kind of feel like a kinship to him. Yeah, he's there. Uh, there's, you know, Pride from before. There's all the world leaders that are there before. Uh, Pride's sitting next to Karnoff. Umsk is just sitting kind of near to you, Lola, because he's had such a lovely conversation with you. <laughs> so he's actually, he actually keeps talking to you since you're the only other, at least somewhat elf there. Yes, and, I, and I, I'm growing mildly and mildly perturbed with him throughout the meal. meal. I just... I, I am very polite, but I, I don't know quite what to say. You notice he's very judgy. He has like, he, yes. he appreciates your elfish customs, but he's he's very, he's like, he's like, you are not a full elf kind of a guy. He, um, he's like, no, dear, you must use the outer fork first. This, the secondary outer fork is what you're using. You see, it's quite, it's an easy misunderstanding. You see, there are two forks. One is black, one is gold. You have to use the black fork first to deal with the first dish. Then you use, halfway through, you switch to the gold fork. It's very simple. I understand that you do not quite under, you, you are not from high society like myself. I can instruct you if you so desire. Private lessons later, perhaps. That will not be needed. Thank you, Omsk. <laughs> but I will continue eating my food. Wonderful. Um, the correct fork or the fork that you were using previously? Um, I I changed just so he won't comment further. Okay. Yeah. Um, there's some other people here. The Diligence, the angel, is there. Josh, that's your angel. What, is, what does Diligence look like? Diligence looks kind of like a... Uh, if the moth girl is a moth girl, then Diligence is a shark boy. Um... <laughs> 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 is there a lava girl? Five minutes later. <laughs> Please continue. Um, yeah. He's got um, like a long kind of head area. Uh, <laughs> kind of shark. A hammerhead? Is like like a, oh, no, no, no. He's no. got the face of Taylor Lautner and the body of Taylor, Taylor Lautner. Lautner. <laughs> yeah. so he's, he's had this like long protruding shark mm. snout kind of a situation. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's got a lot of teeth that are almost like overflowing, but it doesn't look like monstrous. It just looks like he's... It's, just it has too many teeth? It just yeah. looks like he's a, he's a well-toothed creature. What are his wings like? His wings are almost like giant fish fins. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, they don't look like they'd be particularly aerodynamic, mm-hmm. but um, they're like these giant protruding fish fins. He's got a also a shark fin uh, on his head that goes down to his back, and it's actually ripped his <laughs> suit that he's wearing because the you know they don't make Gone suits for specifically him. Uh, do you, are, you, are you talking to him at all over the course of the evening? Uh, am I am I close enough to? Yeah, you? you're. We'll say you are across from. Oh, him. absolutely. Um, I'm like ready to soak up any word he has to say. <laughs> soak because he he's a shark. <laughs> shark guy. Just shark soak uh, yes. like a lot like water. Yes, yes, Josh. It's good to see you. I, you know, I'm really busy with the amount of work I've been getting lately. I really appreciate it if you get that report to me soon about the uh, uh, how 
Siegfried's doing, you know, you're supposed to be monitoring his progress, right? Yes, 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 yes. I, I've been I haven't been receiving job. letters for you for weeks. What are you doing? Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Not very we... diligent of you, Josh. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I've been writing them. It's just, I, we were on a boat and I didn't have, I mean, we couldn't send out other boats to go faster than the first boat, so I couldn't, I couldn't send you anything. But I've got all the letters now, actually, if you want to. I brought them in my... In my jacket. Please just put them in my inbox. Righteousness is 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 killing me with with all of the yeah, things he's I, having I, me do right now. I, I we'll, t- we'll have to talk later about your performance, Josh. Oh well, we have a lot to discuss. We have a lot to discuss. Josh. Well, I was actually wondering about that now. I mean, I was I, I feel like I've been doing a pretty good job, and I was wondering if maybe I could take on a, a, a little bit more responsibility. Maybe a maybe a new title. Maybe maybe you know if we could if we could coordinate what, that. What sort of title did you have in mind exactly? Um, well, you know, I mean, right now I'm just, uh... We'll talk about it, Josh. We'll talk about it at your performance review tomorrow. Please. This is the one evening I get off of work, and you're bringing work to me, Josh. No, 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 no. I understand I have diligence, but it's just, there's some moments that you just need a break. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, we can take a break. Do you want to talk about, um, Father Unison's, uh, new book? Uh, (laughs) Josh, I, I am begging you, please. Please, well, I, one I, night. I'm sorry, Dil- I, Diligence. I'm just trying to, Mr. Diligence. I'm just. I, I, I feel like this is most of the night. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, in addition to this, um, there's a uh, there's there's a couple other people there. Greed. Greed is uh, kind of like a octopus snakeish kind of woman. She's got like Medusa hair. Her legs are kind of like octopus tentacles, and she has kind of bat-like wings with, you know, kind of tiefling horns. She's all over the place. She's all over the <laughs> yeah. place. I mean, they can choose how they look, you know? And, She's uh, creative. Uh, why don't you all just roll a perception check for me? 21. Drifter, you notice that she's been uh, kind of batting eyes and making, like, meaningful glances at another member of the table at Charity, the moth girl, at odd times. It's kind of strange. Do angels feel love? I will like to make a religion check to know if <laughs> angels feel love. <laughs> 17. It's very possible. Okay. You don't know. There's kind of a mystery to you. It's a mystery to me. but it's, They've it, never heard of anything like that, but you assume that they feel. It's not unreasonable. It's not unreasonable. Okay. They it's are kind of other. not unreasonable. <laughs> it's not unusual. Oh, it's unreasonable. It's okay. There's one person at the end of the table who's actually kind of distant from everybody else. He's kind of this enormous kind of slug-like man. Uh, he's kind of in like a walker that's kind of supporting him. He's kind of just wolfing food down. Obviously, gluttony. Gluttony. Um, no, everyone kind of just gives him a wide berth. No one's really talking to him. Uh, he is there, though. Uh, and, yeah. Doesn't sound like he'd be interested in talking to anyone else. Not particularly. Um, do you? Are you interested in talking to any anybody in particular? Uh, Drifter? No. No, Drifter is not interested in talking to anybody. Okay. Um, I mean, the, the queen consistently kind of, like, berates... Uh, her son. Her son, Bert, throughout the night. She says, now, Bert, darling, you have, your, your manners are appalling. Do not chew with your mouth open. Bert, you are so unbecoming. Um, and he's just kind of fuming. He kind of has to take it. And then eventually, uh, halfway through the night, you notice that uh, two of them kind of, uh, two of people at the party disappear. It's uh, both Charity and Greed. Greed sits back in her chair and starts walking out, and Charity suddenly makes a big fuss of having to go as well, and they kind of disappear for a while. Um, you, you're, the, you're really the only one who notices this drifter, mm. since you were kind of watching them before. Um, does uh, Black Knight go with Charity? He does, yes. Um, drifter is going to just get up to take a walk. Sure. Not necessarily looking 
for them or what they're doing, mm-hmm. but also not realizing that their absence means something. Mm-hmm. So he's just to start walking around and, you know, see if he can stumble upon anything. Okay. As you're walking out of the room, Drifter, you, you know, you're, there's a lot of servers and stuff. You're kind of sort of looking for them, and you kind of come across a door uh, where you hear two people talking. Uh, why don't you just roll a perception check, see if you can hear it. It's 18. Uh, yeah, you can make out that it is both uh, Charity and Greed. They're talking in a room saying, I'm glad you came out here tonight. It's good to see you here. It's going to be a big night for you and I. Are you ready for after the party? And Charity says, yes, I suppose I am. And then somebody runs into you, kind of a emaciated youth. You know, he's mm-hmm. like a server. He kind of looks like befuddled. He, you know, when he hits you, he drops what he's carrying and he's all turned around. You know, he's like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. Uh, pardon me, pardon me. Uh, he's trying to collect the things on the ground. Do you take any notice of this man or do you keep trying to listen at the door? Uh, well, I'm, do they take notice of the loud noise outside? That's there? a good question, actually. They do. They seem to have stopped talking and they're just waiting. So Drifter's probably gonna just going to try and get out of the situation. He's just going to walk away because he doesn't want he doesn't want to be caught by the angels like eavesdropping. You do that. And uh, where do you go? Anywhere in particular? You're kind of in like this skybox, you know. There's like these glass windows that look out over to the city. Uh, the dining area is like this, you know. They're all at this very long, elegant black table. And, you know, you're eating and you can see the whole city uh, I, all around you. I think he's going to try to pull aside Siegfried. From the dinner? Yeah. To talk to him, uh, sure. How do you do so? Uh, he's just, just gonna, gonna walk walk straight up to Siegfried and be like, "Boss, uh, can, I, can I see you for a second? Sure. Roll a persuasion check, actually. Thirteen. He says to you, um, "Drifter, is this absolutely necessary? Kind of in the middle of a big deal here?" Uh, y- yeah, yeah. I, no, I need to talk to you right now. Maybe it gets kind of a little more menacing about it. Okay. Like, um, he 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 turns to you and says. Fine. One word. What is it? Come out. Come with me outside. What is? What is it? What is it? Uh, this is very important for me. I don't have every. This isn't. It, it isn't every day that we're here with so many high-profile people. I I I heard uh, the chari- angel of charity and the angel of greed. They were. They sound like they're plotting something. Are you sure about that? And they're not just doing something else. I I know what I heard, and I didn't hear much, but they they were they were planning something, something bad. Do you have any weapons on you? Um, no, I don't at all, actually. I, I return them over. Okay. I'm gonna... I guess I could grab a table fork, but I... They're... I'm drifter, a... they're, drifter, they're <laughs> angels. What would they possibly do? You can't harm an angel. Uh, uh, all right, forget I said anything. He's gonna kind of brush him aside, but stay towards the, the, the walls to keep an eye on the party. So you stay outside of the party? Yeah. Okay. You see, as you kind of, like, sit out... Like, stand outside keeping watch, you notice uh, both... Uh, Charity comes back first, kind of her hair's all messed up and flustered, um, and she walks back. She kind of doesn't look at you. Sir Frederick kind of glares at you from under his mask. So they knew they they know I was outside the door. I don't know. It's hard to say. Okay. You could roll sense motive. Nope. Don't no, don't no miss idea. anything out of the order. Uh, they just kind of go back, and eventually greed comes back too. Mm. Anybody else doing anything in particular? No? Okay. You notice somebody else come back. That flustered youth that ran into you before. He's just walking past you without uh, saying anything. Do you do anything? No. Okay. He enters into the room. 
the rest of you. You're sitting at the table. A man just entered the room who's not been here before, a server. Uh, but he doesn't look like a server because he's not carrying any tray. There's, there are guards here, but he kind of just walks past them, and he produces out of his pocket a pistol. And he points it at Pride. And oh, he, he, starts, he, he starts shouting, Death to the angels! Do I perceive this? We all perceive this? Why don't you roll a persuasion, uh, perception check? We, we all For do, advantage. right? Yeah, well, except Drifter, who is not in the room right now. You too can, yes. That, um, that's nine. It's not very good. Eleven. That is also not very good. I will roll for Siegfried to give him a chance, too, for you all. That is also not very good. <laughs> God! Umsk is, like, fawning on you, flirting with you, and it's annoying. You can't pay attention. You're, you're still talking with diligence. You're all so caught up with your own things. This man shouts. You're all kind of taken aback, and he fires three bullets into Pride's chest. He kind of sinks back into his chair, and then he, he, he stands up, um, kind of undaunted by it. says, did you really think that that was going to get me, son? And then the guy, um, the assassin, the would-be assassin, goes and he points the gun at the next person who he's sitting next to is uh, Kaiser Karnoff. Um, does anyone want to do anything? You all have noticed by now. Um, so yes. I cast Peacebound on this, this, this would-be assassin so that uh, his weapon is bound. Yeah. His, his pistol is, is... Forced back into its holster? Yes. Okay. Magically forced back, and he can't retrieve it. Okay, he fails his check. Uh, the pistol flies out of his hand into his pocket, and he, he desperately tries to claw at it to grab it. Um, Chosh, did you want to act? Yeah, I'm going to. Are you going to charge straight at him? <laughs> he shot at, at Pride, correct? Yes. Josh is going to shout in Celestial, which he is fluent, and he took uh, six years of it in college. Um, <laughs> they going, give him free food every fucking Friday. <laughs> <laughs> it was his minor. Yeah, it was his minor. It was a Celestial minor. Yeah. Um... Yeah, he shouts in Celestial, Pride, get down! And he jumps <laughs> up from his chair and tackles Pride <laughs> across the table, stepping on everyone's food. Sure. Uh, let's Breaking so much china. Um, oh, absolutely. You, you do that. You just you, you, you slam him onto the table, uh, knocks a bunch of stuff off. He's fine. Yeah, uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. He seems fine for the most part. Doesn't even seem to be bleeding from these bullet wounds. The guy is uh, then tackled by two of the guards since mm -hmm. none of you decided to do anything. You nope. hear the gunshots. I, I did come inside. You did come inside. But I, the guards beat me to it, I'm sure. Oh, no. You, I will actually let you go as well. Do you want to do anything? They're like going to like wrestle him to the ground. Are you going to do anything to the guy? Um, you pull out like a knife from your boot or no, anything? No, not going to pull out the knife. Okay, you burst it. Because it seems like it's under control. He's going he's gonna to be watching everyone else. Yeah, he's getting subdued by like those two metallic yeah. statues. So I'm, I'm keeping an eye on everyone else. Yeah. You, you, hear, you hear him, like, cursing you out, like, struggling on the ground. And then you hear Pride start, he gets up, he says, Get off me! Get off me! I'm fine! I'm fine! You think, uh, you think simple bullets could kill me, boy? You think that a simple, you think you could kill an angel with... <clears throat> and he starts coughing. <gasps> um, and he looks down, and this kind of, like, blackish blood is spit from his mouth. Um... And then you kind of notice him clutching at his chest. No! What were those bullets? <laughs> he, he starts clutching at his chest um, as if to tear away the clothes, as if the, he's feeling like he's burning. And then he starts screaming. And that same sort of demonic corruption that you saw on that bunny before kind of is bursting forth like a blackish-red flame, almost like, a, almost like a live tumor in a way, is bursting forth and kind of consuming him. And he's, he's clutching and tearing at his own body, Trying to put it out. I run to him. Yeah, I, well, yeah, Josh 
still right there is going to use his lay on hand spell, which cures wounds and diseases. Okay. What would you like to do, Lola, as well? I was also going to try to fix him with, I mean, I, I'm proficient in medicine, but I don't know what I could do. You can try. I mean, do you want to make a check? Sure. I'll, sure. I'll come to his aid. I'll come to uh, Josh's aid. One. Not okay, one. great. Uh-oh. You get literally every charge Uh-oh. I can use, which I think is not actually that you waste. Um, you waste all of your charges on him. Yeah. Um, as, you, as you do 20. So, wow. Um, those are good. Uh, she got one. You have no idea what's going on. Um, <laughs> Your 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 pulses of of white light come from your hands seeping into the body, almost keeping the flames at bay. But despite all of it, you drain all of your uh, charges, and it only just perpetuates his life. Those few more agonizing moments, and he looks in your eyes uh, like he puts his hand up to your face as if to like, you know, feel something for the last time. As as he kind of is is disintegrating, and all that's left as he burns is like a orb of kind of translucent light that kind of bobs above where he was. I was going to roll to know what the heck that is. Sure. Uh, that is a 14. It is the essence of all of the faith that people had in him. Oh. And you notice as this happens, and as the man is subdued, righteousness comes over and he sweeps up the, he sweeps up the soul. And he places it into a jar and he closes it. And he says, what are you doing standing around here? There could be others. Go look for them now. He says that to you. To me. He says that to, to you. To everyone? Yeah. Oh, then. then to, to your party and absolutely. To your party in general. Chosh is going to sweep the, the, the floor and well, run I'm out. Well, I'm going to confront who we have in, in, custody, in custody right now. Sure. Uh, what, what would you like to say to him? Well, I think I'd like... So is he, he's held back, right? Yeah, he's being held by these guys. I'm taking his pistol immediately. Sure. You take it. Um, are, there any, are there any bullets? There left. are bullets left, yes. There, there are three, three bullets. bullets. Okay. Okay. I keep people in my possession and say, where the hell did you find this? Um, what, what is this witchcraft? Um, actually, <laughs> it's, good, it's, good, witchcraft. it's good you mentioned that. Um, righteousness is going to come up to you and he says, hand that over immediately. Oh, I want one. Hand it over immediately. I've been studying. <laughs> now. Okay, I submit and I give him the pistol. I mean, you can try to resist if you so desire. Can I, mean, I do sleight of hand with? Oh, you want to try to steal a bullet? One of the bullets, yes. All right. Oh, that's that's. A, no, do it. I think it's a great idea. I never thought of it. Stealing from I'm an excited. actual angel. <laughs> do it. I'm excited. Over the other one's dead body. <laughs> Nineteen plus two. Oh damn! Wow, that's good. You I have two sleight of hand. I yeah, I have plus two dexterity. You uh, you definitely press a button, press pressing out one of the bullets. It would press out both of them. You reload the other two quickly enough and hand it to him. And he says, thank you. Now go look. We don't have time for this. There could be other assassins. Go immediately. I bow and with a pang of guilt, I uh, flee. Can I make a sort of perception check on charity and greed, how they're reacting to this situation? Yes, that's a great idea. Ten. Greed seems to be in shock. She's putting her hand over her, mo- over her mouth and uh, aghast of like what has just happened. Charity, you notice, has kind of left the room. You see that uh, you kind of see her getting pushed out of the room by her uh, guard attendant, you know? I'm going to follow her. Okay. They're uh, going up. It appears that they're going up to, like, the temple for charity up top, somewhere you're probably not welcome. Are you going to attempt to follow? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. You uh, you two. Where are you two going? You're just going to run around the building? I suppose. Let's go. Um, shall we go down to where the canopies were, the bottom of the elevator? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. 
Okay, you go over to the elevator and you start hammering on the button, mm -hmm. uh, waiting for somebody to come. So Lola and Chosh, as you two are waiting, um, you you hear footsteps of just two pairs of footsteps kind of walking. Well, I'm sorry, I should say that Siegfried is with you. First off, it's you three. Oh. And uh, can you roll a dexterity save for me, Chosh? Oh, sure. Six. Here's Five, what happens. actually. Five. <laughs> yeah. Uh, here's what happens. You know, you're waiting with Siegfried. And he's like, "This is this is this is terrible. We have to find it. We we cannot be held responsible. We cannot we cannot let this happen under our nose." And you hear these two footsteps, and then you hear a shing, <gasps> as a blade attached to like a uh, attached to like a rope, like a poi like instrument, like a chain. flies for like a chain, uh, flies towards you and Siegfried, and you push him out of the way, but at great personal cost to yourself. You take. 12 damage Whoa! Uh, as it sinks into your uh, shoulder deeply, uh, cutting you. And, ah. <laughs> and you see uh, the bearer of this weapon um, is that same masked kabuki woman from before. And you also see, coming from the other side, a man. A but skeleton man. <laughs> a skeleton so man. Do, do we recall, um, I guess it's kind of retroactively, but the man who shot the bullet. Um... He would know that. And you do recognize him. I did man. recognize him. You did recognize him. You realize now oh. as these two appear. Too late. Too, Too late. late to apologize. Too late I'll tell you what. Um, yeah. Uh, Chosh will. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me finish. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. The skeleton man is coming and he is, he has like a little walking stick and he like kind of bats it on one hand like, it, like somebody would be clapping. He flips it in the air, you know, with like a flourish, catches it and he says, so nice of you to join us here. And he stamps his staff on the ground. Suddenly, it appears as if three stone walls appear blocking all exits, save for the elevators. You can make a wisdom save right now, both of you. Yes, 19. 11. They're illusions. Am I aware of this? No, you're not aware of this. These stone walls are real. <laughs> <laughs> Drifter. Oh, yes. Uh, you, uh, you've made your way. Uh, why don't you roll stealth check? I so see if you to. can follow this person to begin with. That is a uh, 21. That's very good. <laughs> they are using like a secret staircase like that is behind a bookshelf, we'll say. And you are, you've been following up this stone stairwell up to the top floor. Um, you see, you know, uh, at this landing where normally no one is welcome at all, except for the angels themselves and people they have personally invited. So it is a great offense you're here. Mm -hmm. This is beautiful, like Better. golden field with these, uh, there are 14 different temples here. Um, and you see Charity going to the one that's marked under her name, followed by her guard. So is this like where she lives? Yeah, it's where she lives. Oh, okay. So I guess that's kind of a normal thing to do. To go kind there. of a normal thing to do. So the fact that I'm following her is a little strange. It is, but, but I, you can. I'm um, still, I, I guess I did. You uh, did. <laughs> um, You've come this And far. I haven't, she hasn't done anything, just, just kind of. She hasn't done anything. She's not fled to her room. She has fled to inside the temple. You see her uh, guard go and he uh, kind of locks the door behind her and stands out in front of the uh, temple. There may be ways to look inside if you so desire. Do you want to look, or are you done here? Hmm. Um, this is very high. But just so you know, you are like above the clouds right now. This yeah. Is very high up. Um, you could possibly. There's. It's likely that you surmise that her office is probably at the back of the temple. Uh, so I'm. I'm gonna try to remain kind of stealthy about it. So the guard is. Um, Fred. Sir Frederick is guarding the door. Yes. Um. Sure. I'm not going to make you roll a stealth check, so to speak. I'm going to make you roll an acrobatics check. That's because in order fair. to go and see what she is doing, you have to now hold on to the outside 
like oh, I'm you going have to around. hang over the balcony. Understood. In order to get a peek oh, inside. If I fail this, I'm kind of uh, I have an you're eight. In severe danger. Okay. <laughs> you're okay, this is not at all what I was expecting to happen. <laughs> um, you're you're edging your way over, and you uh, you almost to the door. Um, you 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 peering into the window, just climbing up a little bit, just to look to see what see what's there. You see on her desk is a you see one thing on her desk. You see a piece of parchment with an eye that seems to be bleeding. And she's just, she's looking at it quizzically and staring at it. And then she kind of looks up and you kind of get shocked because you, you see, you think she's about to look at you and you lose your grip and you start to fall. Um, he's going to pull out his rope and try to attach that. I mean, I guess I'm in the clouds, but like some sort of structure. Throw it. Yeah. Not yeah. To like a kind okay, of grapple. Sure. sure. Uh, why don't you, uh, <laughs> why don't you just roll a, uh, I don't know. What Fight for it. your life. <laughs> roll a dexterity save. Honestly. Oh, that's, I mean, that's a nine. That's not very good. You throw the rope. It lassos around like a gargoyle's head, and it kind of pulls, but you're, it's not really built to support the weight of an entire person, and it breaks off, and you start falling more, and you're screaming as you fall and fall, and you see an enormous red balloon, like, an, like, a, like a Zeppelin balloon, and you are headed straight for this balloon, and you impact onto this balloon, not killing you, <laughs> but lovely. It will uh, deal you some damage. Yeah, it seems to be floating. You you did not see this before. You take uh, eleven damage from the fall, uh, and you are very startled to what what the hell is going on right now. Mm -hmm. uh, you two, what do you what did you guys roll for your initiatives? I'm sorry. Eighteen. Eighteen. Three. Three. Uh, would you like to go first? What would you like to do, Lola? I'm going to. I'm going to face the skeleton man, mm -hmm. and I'm going to walk towards him and say welcome to your worst nightmare i'm going to cast minor illusion and so <laughs> make him envision swarms of 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 bone-eating uh, locusts <laughs> <laughs> of black widows coming out of holes in the center of his palms jesus that's horrifying <laughs> and crawling up his entire body him yes okay you do that. He kind of looks at them, and he's he kind of you know moves his hand around it. He says, "Now, what exactly were you trying to accomplish with that? I don't have any skin." <laughs> Sorry, can I do it? He is a skeleton. <laughs> he is a skeleton man. <laughs> he's a skeleton man. Um, and, oh uh, no! I didn't yeah, know he is a skeleton man. He is a skeleton man. Actual dress. Skeleton mask. I thought you said not to be a. Uh, not. I. He was said, unsure. You said, oh, he's got a skeleton mask. Definitely not a skeleton. No. What do you mean? I'm a skeleton. <laughs> um, I, would, I would have known that, right? You didn't see him before. Yeah, did I, I see him. that he was a skeleton? You did see he was a skeleton. Oh, no. I wasn't paying attention. It's okay. Uh, yeah, that doesn't have any effect on him whatsoever, unfortunately. Um, he succeeds save. And uh, yeah, he's going to respond by uh, casting a spell beneath you. Suddenly, blackish tentacles sprout from the ground and attempt to uh, grapple and constrict you. Why, can you just roll a save for me? It's a dexterity save. Nine. It's not quite good enough. You take uh, 11 damage as these tentacles kind of constrict and start choking out the life of you. Chosh, what do you want to do? Well, does seeing uh, Lola walk through the stone wall kind of shake my faith in the existence <laughs> of it? Or... She didn't walk through the stone wall. That kind of just like made it look like you're trapped in this zone with them. 
Oh, okay. Oh, Nobody I was, I was envisioning that. a stone wall between us and them. Mm. No, it's a stone Sorry. wall. That's it. That's yeah. You know, okay. It's like it's like he sealed off all exits, basically, oh, okay. except for the elevators. All right, which are you're still waiting for? Yeah, I'm still waiting on that. Yeah. So, um, is that dagger still lodged in my in my side? Uh, shoulder? yeah, shoulder? it is still lodged in your shoulder. Yeah. Well, then I uh, I'll I'll take it out, and I'll run at the wielder. <laughs> Uh, with with the weapon that she has so kindly bestowed upon me. All right, roll attack. Six. You pull it out of your shoulder. Uh, you grasp it with both hands. You make a charge towards her. Is Wait, do I add my to... proficiency bonus? You do. Yes. Eight. <laughs> it's attached to another. <laughs> it's attached to another kind of dagger, like a poi would be, with a chain. And uh, as you come close, she kind of just parries you off to the side. Uh, easily, and then she's gonna try to pull the dagger from your hand. She is unable to do so. So you're kind of in a tug of war with a chain right now. It's now Siegfried's turn. He's gonna spend his turn attempting to get out, uh, to get you out of the tentacles. Uh, can you just roll a acrobatics check for me? Ten. And you get advantage as well because he's helping you in this case. Okay. Twelve. Okay, you just barely slide out of the tentacles as he pulls you out, and just as this is happening, the uh, the door uh, of the elevator opens. And he kind of falls back into it with you. And he says, Chosh, get in, hurry! Chosh will lift up his mask and reveal a totally plain, unremarkable (laughs) human face. He's got brown eyes, medium nose, (laughs) medium lips, a little bit of facial hair, a little bit of scruff. And he'll say... Unknown if he has hair, but yeah, yeah. Oh, well, it's under the wig, and he'll say, "Fair enough." I'll hold them off, and put the mask back down, and go back to fighting these two. Okay, uh, that's not what I was expecting. Um, you do that. <laughs> uh, Siegfried punches a button, and you start descending in the elevator with him, Drifter. What do you do? You're, I don't know what I'm doing. You're kind of just. What hang- can I do well, for where I of, am? You're very confused. What's going on? Can you're, I see all this happening? Uh, that's a great question. You can actually, uh, if you roll a perception check. I will definitely do that then. And I rolled a nine. Uh, you see an elevator going down. There's kind of like a balloon here, and there's like ropes tethering it down to the thing below it. What do you want to do? Can I climb down? I'm, sure. I'm on top of it, right? Yeah, just roll an acrobatics check. Nothing super hard for this. <laughs> what did you get, friend? Um. Here's what happens. As you're climbing down, you uh, trip and you fall. But luckily, you don't fall to your death a second time. You just fall into a metal platform uh, where there is someone there, a gorilla man. Oh, good. Who seems entirely surprised that you are there. (laughs) Which part of him is the gorilla part? (laughs) Uh, The head, the arms. Okay. Uh, He's got these big, beefy gorilla arms. Um, And he seems to be at like a sort of mounted gun with like a... Like a twistable, you know, you know what they call it? Like a crank. Crank, crank, crank. Yeah. Um, and he seems to be aiming at like the, one, uh, yeah. he seems to be aiming at the uh, elevator. elevator. And he was just cranking it up. But then he saw you there. And he's going to have to turn and he's going to try to uh, throw you off. Okay. So I'm just going to attack you. I fail. He goes and he makes a grab for you, but uh, you just kind of push him away. Uh, what would you like to do? Yeah, I'm going to grapple with him. Yeah. Okay. Um, I did, I nice did. one. All right. Oh, you, no. uh, you miss completely. You run into a steering wheel. Suddenly, the craft starts dive bombing into the ground. 
This is the worst. <laughs> no, this it. is actually great. I love it. This um, is a comedy of no, errors. No, it's great. You uh, hit the steering wheel. It begins. The, the the balloon begins descending at enormous speeds towards the ground. Uh, the gorilla man has to clutch to the side. He grabs a puppet that's the that wooden puppet that was flying out and holds onto it, which seems an odd thing to do. Uh, you're barely holding onto the steering wheel as you enter the steep nosedive. Lola and Siegfried inside of the elevator. You see this whole scene happening. Uh, it is terrifying. Shosh, <laughs> you, uh, you, see your, you see both of these two, the masked Kabuki figure and the skeleton man. They, they look at you and then they, uh, they kind of just smash through, they start smashing through one of the other elevators to try to get down. That's what they're doing with their turn. They they break open. They one of them jams their swords into the elevator door and flying flings it open, trying to pry it open. Yeah, the Kabuki woman jumps down. The skeleton man is all that's left, and he looks like he's running for that. What do you do? So she's already descended. She's kind of just like sliding down the tube. What Chosh is going to do is he's gonna poise up from behind the skeleton man, and he'll say, "Going down," and then <laughs> grab him and nose. Like, like, just dive down that shaft with the skeleton man in hand, also trying to disrupt this kabuki woman um, who's sliding down. Sure. First off, make a strength check for Yeah, presumably skeleton. at a slower rate. Yes. No! What did wow. you get? Four. You failed to grab the skeleton man. Um, <laughs> oh, no. You jump down the shaft. Uh, <laughs> oh, no! You, just, you kind of grab, he wrestles away from you. He's like, get off me, peasant. And he just, he, he takes out his staff. He like flings it aside and there's like a sword inside of it. He kind of slashes at you with it. You're going to take damage for your bad roll. Okay. You take three damage. All uh, right. And you fall down the shaft, uh, kind of nose diving into the woman. You see that she's kind of artfully like running on the side, like all the way down uh, from the elevator. You know, you're slowly descending. It is peaceful elevator music <laughs> as you and Siegfried are like going. You see a, you see a nose diving airship. You see your friend, you see suddenly a woman on your left is like like running next to you, keeping pace with the elevator. You see she has like, she's reaching into her pocket, uh, looking like she's pulling out some sort of explosive device to throw at you. Then suddenly a man pile dr- <laughs> nose dives right into yeah. her uh, and you see them just sink below you. You're going to take damage from that as well, Josh. Seems fair. Uh, you know what? This is going to be hilarious. Uh, you take you take 12 damage just from hitting her. 12 damage just from hitting her. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you're both now tumbling together. Uh, you're just having a relaxing ride. Uh, what do you say to Siegfried at this moment? <laughs> you're Siegfried, how can we let this happen? <laughs> <laughs> Why did we leave him? I, th- I thought he had it. I thought he had it under control. I didn't think he'd of kill himself again. Of course he didn't. Again? I didn't think he'd kill himself again. Siegfried. I'm sorry. I'm sure he'll be fine. He's got enough force than this. Siegfried, he's not fine. He's just a young boy. You saw his face. I know. <laughs> um. Meanwhile. Uh, she's gonna attempt in an elevator shaft. Why can this elevator go very, it's so a very quick I'm, turn of events? Um, I, I, I'm gonna I, press the button like I, several times yes, to get to the that's ground fine. floor. We're getting there. Oh my god! <laughs> she attempts to throw one of her poise to grab onto something to slow you both down. It does not. Um, <laughs> you both just tumble into the ground. Uh, this is this is pretty bad. You both are gonna take more damage from this. You take 21 damage from falling more. How are you with health? I am belo- far below zero. Okay. You are... We are at an interesting point in the game. Yes. Uh, everything fades to black. Oh, God. For all of us. No, just for him. <laughs> uh, there's a huge crash as you both fall on each other. Um, 
you know, there's this just broken glass everywhere. Everything goes black. The elevator comes down to a slow stop and then dings open and you rush out. No! And you uh, turn and you see just this crumpled heap of, of, of chosh and this, and this woman who kind of drags herself out from underneath him and is kind of like clutching at her side, starting to make her way away from you. Meanwhile, Drifter. Great. One second. Yeah. I'm going to kick her in the head. <laughs> Roll 1d20. <laughs> I also like to imagine Stay that uh, Josh's mask. Oh, this, is, this is a comedy of errors. You, that's, uh, that's the fourth one. This is the, the, so many this ones. Is, this, is the, the whole, this is the worst. This I'm is, trying this, to be this cool. This is what people joke about happening. I'm I just sort of, actually trying to be cool. You, you start running over to kick her right in the face. Uh, you slip on your long dress and you fall on your back, on your spidery parts. Um, maybe oh, Siegfried can. Maybe Siegfried can at least. Um, Siegfried oh. rushes over to pick you up. Like the gentleman he is. Uh, Siegfried, get Josh! Get Josh! <laughs> um, Even a death. Okay. Drifter. Yeah. How much? <laughs> You're in a nosedive. The the monkey is like climbing his way towards you. What do you want to do? You gonna, Do you want to fight him off or do you want to try to stabilize the craft? Or do you have another idea? Oh, wow. Um, I may only have a few seconds before this is going to go very poorly. You're headed straight into the glass ceiling of the Pantheon building below, which is where both of these two are. But you don't know that. Okay. Um... He's going to try to turn the ship, or like stabilize, or at least turn the ship so it doesn't crash into where they are. Sure. Why don't you just make an intelligence check? Just figure out how to do it. All right. You've never done this before. Yeah, it's, that's fair. Um, intelligence insight is that? Yeah, that'll be fine. Insight's great, actually. Seventeen. Seventeen is good. You begin stabilizing the craft. Just. <gasps> <laughs> You stabilize the craft uh, enough to avoid crashing straight headfirst, but not enough to avoid smashing through the ceiling. The balloon gets caught in the ceiling. The carriage that you're in swings violently, but you take no damage from any of this. You're just jostled around. You, you, you're just thrown out of the, of, the, of the craft, land just in a corner, smashing into a table or so, mm-hmm. uh, displacing all of the wonderful canapes and champagne. Uh, Brock, Robin... Hildy are all nearby. They're looking aghast at the scene. Um, the monkey man kind of like lumbers out of the craft carrying this, uh, this, this, this strange puppet. And he's kind of like muscling over to, uh, to his downed fellow. Do you the, guys want- the, the first guy, the original guy. Yeah, sorry. He, he muscles over to... You know, like the original his, assassin. Yeah, no, the kabuki. Did oh, we so ever all- say who the like, assassin was? No, you don't know. You left him up there. They have him in custody. Yeah. Josh, you wake up in a, in a small black room there's a long black obelisk like table there a handsome man whose features you can't quite ever really make out sits across from you and he says well 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 that was quite the fall there very unfortunate very unfortunate i'm afraid it's curtains for you josh unless of course you're interested in a little game what kind of a game? The figure just smiles at you. Join us next time in the next exciting episode of Tabletop Theater, Harbingers of War.